Our question today comes from G. Jayakumar. The question says: Many people have the view that the God of the Old Testament is a different God than the God of the New Testament. They view the God of the Old Testament as severe and harsh in His judgments, while the God of the New Testament, as revealed in Christ, is a loving God. However, an examination of the facts does not support this view. Well, G. Jayakuma, I would totally agree with you. Yet, a lot of people do feel, you know, they can identify with Jesus because it's gentle Jesus, meek and mild, the one who put children on his knee, who healed the sick. And there, in the Old Testament, it's the God who spoke out of the thunder, and the children of Israel were scared. It's the God who sent the she bears to、uh, strike down the children that were making fun of the prophets. That's not a very balanced picture. John chapter eight, verses fifty-six to fifty-eight. Jesus tells the Jewish leaders. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not yet fifty years old, the Jews said to him, and you've seen Abraham. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. And he's using a phrase there that indicates that Jesus himself was claiming the name of God. Very clear when you compare it with Exodus three and verse fourteen. God had called Moses to go and deliver Israel from the hand of the Egyptians, and Moses wanted to know what he should answer when the Israelites asked him who had sent him. And God said to Moses, "I am, who I am." Very same phrase that Jesus claimed for himself. And by saying to the Jews before Abraham was born, "I am," Jesus was claiming to be God, and it wasn't a false claim. John one and verses one right through to fourteen makes it clear that the word was Jesus. That right through the Old Testament, the New Testament, it's actually the same God, and Jesus was the human manifestation of God, the incarnation, as we like to call it. In verse fourteen of John chapter one, it says, "We've seen His glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth." Jesus was there, revealing God to man in terms that we could understand. Well, if Jesus is also God, then he must have had some, at least, significant part in the creation of this world. Yes, indeed, he did. And even when you look in Genesis chapter one, you see that the God there is being talked of in the plural.、Um, in verse three of of John chapter one that we've been looking at, it says, "Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made." And then in Paul's writings in Colossians chapter one and verses fifteen and sixteen, we read, "He is the image of the invisible God, for by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities." It's putting the package together: God the Father, God the Son, working together. And you know, Genesis one twenty-six, "Let us make man in our image." Is indicating that there was more than one entity at work there. It was the Father and Son together, and even the names of God in the Hebrew language, in which of course the Old Testament was written, the name there is Elohim, and this is a plural word. So even in the Old Testament, we can see two persons of the Godhead: the Father and the Son. How does God fit into the Ten Commandment context, then, Victor? In the light of the question that we asked in the beginning. Well, I think that's very important because. You know, people do see the Old Testament God as the one who punishes, even though you see that there in the New Testament as well, and you see the God of compassion there in the Old Testament. But in the Ten Commandments, God reveals Himself not only as a God who punishes, but as a God of mercy. 
The second commandment reads, You shall not make for yourselves an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shan't bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. God punishes those who sin and those who follow their fathers in continuing to sin, but he shows love and mercy to all who repent of their sins and love him and keep his commandments. And maybe in addition to that, my perhaps favorite verse from Exodus, because it describes God so beautifully. When, when God showed himself to Moses on Mount Sinai, Exodus 34, 6 and 7, he describes himself as the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin, and yet he doesn't leave the guilty unpunished. Beautiful texts which I think fit in very much with the picture of Jesus that we also get in the New Testament. I think the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, they're one and the same. They both offer salvation. It's offered through the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus. And Jesus is a God of love. And Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We're one and the same.